Okay, and the touchscreen was not responding. And they've been down for about the past, I don't know, two or three months, hurricane-related. So uh-huh. I kept hitting it, hitting it, and finally I hit it too many times, and it went to the um, eat in, not take out. And I was like, no, so I had to cancel. And jump hit off, it again, jump hit off, again. jump off. Just one second, one second. Back to my original question. How was lunch? Well, it was okay. All right. Thank you. You are listening to the old Titans. I think that's who we are, right? That is who we are. Being being old, you know, we sometimes forget those kind of things. Uh, this is John Paul. The executive producer, co-creator, writer, editor, and not as old Titan himself, the one and only B-Man. Or as I refer to him as, hey, you. That, that's fine. Yeah, okay. You're the old guy. I'm the old guy. You are the yeah. old guy. I got another year and three months before I'm the really old guy. Then, then oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's around the corner. I am looking forward to that day. It's around the corner. I am look- Don't come to work that day. No? Although, granted, I technically work for, for you. <laughs> It'd be kind of awkward if I do something. I don't care. <laughs> I'll do it anyways. Actually, I usually take my birthday off. Not always, but usually do. Yeah, but you have to come back the day before. You'd come sooner or yeah, later. Yeah, I'll, I'll get here eventually. Yeah, you don't want to come in at all. You just, just Okay, just don't come in retire. at all. Huh? Just retire? Okay. Well, hey, if I could retire at 50, I'd be very happy. Mm-hmm. I can't, but if I could, I'd be very happy. I would, too. I just needed my 401k and all that kind of stuff okay, to you're, like you're, 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 triple in value in the next year. Back to the lunch question. <laughs> all right. Speaking of questions, I think yes. we usually start this thing off with something called the B-Man question of the week. Easy question. We're now in October. We missed last week. Yeah. Jump off fault. But uh, right, right. back to the whole question. Being in October, what is your go-to Halloween movie? What movie do you watch every Halloween time? All right. Thought about it. Okay. I... Um, I originally thought of the horror movie type angle, you know, just well, you know, it's been Halloween time being Halloween. Halloween. I was like, horror, horror, what all do I do? And, and they really, even though I love watching the Friday the 13th movies, I don't go to them every year. Nightmare on Elm Street, some of them, you know. But there's not one that I have to go back to over and over and over. And I thought, well, I could go more monster movie like, like Tremors or something, but that didn't really. And then, I, and then it struck me Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is my favorite of them. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be my answer. I really thought that was going to be it. But then it hit me. As I was thinking of that, going, yeah, it's okay for it to have humor and everything else. It hit me. The one movie that without fail I watch every single year. In fact, sometimes when it's not Halloween, I watch it because I love it so much. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That is a good one. I mean, you've got Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, the Wolfman, even an appearance by the Invisible Man at the end. You, you don't get any better than the classic Universal. Was that Bella? Uh, Bella Lugosi. He yeah. was in that. That was yeah. him. Yeah, he's, he reprises Dracula in that. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. is the Wolfman. I, I remember wa- I watched it a few times. I used to watch it when I was younger. I yeah. loved it. Absolutely loved it. That's hysterical. Because I used to be scared of him when I was a kid. And yeah, well, this is a way to kind of take him as a humorous way. Yeah, oh yeah. And the only thing you don't get is you don't have Boris Karloff as the monster. Uh, you get Glenn Strange as Frankenstein's monster. But he'd been doing it in the other Universal movies at that point. Boris Karloff was already Did not know that. out of it. Yeah, so... Um, that's the only. That's the only person who's not the iconic person in the group. But it, it was. It was great, and it was done by Universal. So it was really. I mean, it. It honestly fits into the whole Universal monster movie better than what they're doing now, based on the Tom Cruise mummy. They should actually movie. do it after all these movies. Are, you know, Tom Cruise mummy was terrible from what I heard. I didn't even yeah. see it yet. Right. But after these movies are over, the mummy, Dracula, that kind of stuff yeah. again. What if they do like one of those other Abbott Costello movies? Like, who would it be? Yeah, I, 
I've had this conversation with somebody. I think it was Me, Sharky. Actually. Was it you? It was oh, okay. I thought I think Sharky might have been there too. But Probably. who's the who's the go to pair? Um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you go with like um, like a Ben Steele, Owen, Owen Wilson type of thing. Um, do that, um, Owen Wilson and um, tall guy, um, swingers, Vince Vaughn. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Two of them are really good together. Um, Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. You know, there's a common theme here among all these. So you want Owen Wilson to be in this movie? It's not so much want, it's just he seems to be good in these pairings. Not Steve Carell and Paul Rudd or something like that? or That would be, yeah, Paul Rudd, not, not anywhere or near Steve my Carell? first. Steve Carell's great. He can be good. He can also be terrible. It depends on the role. Yeah, it's the same with Ben Affleck. Yeah, but I think he's a, I think he's a better actor than Steve Carell. Okay. I don't know. My, my opinion. It's more like... Somebody who's better than both of them. Can we agree Sean Connery would be better than both of them? Right. I want somebody who, no matter whether the role is good or bad or anything else, you know you're going to enjoy them. And Steve Carell is one that I don't know I'm always going to enjoy. I'm not going to lie, John Paul. That's actually a good suggestion you just made. All right. Well, cool. It happens. Like, that's the first time in like 40 episodes we're on. Uh, we we're around 40, 41. <laughs> I don't know. Go. Something like that. We had a good one. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, what about me, you? For me, it was always, at least to my wife, it was always Halloween, the original. Okay. Michael Myers, the first one. Yeah. It's Halloween time. William Shatner Halloween. bleached out. Yep. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my wife hates Halloween movies. Hmm. It's really weird. We love horror movies. Both of us love horror movies. Right. I'm definitely more of the slasher type guy. She's more of the psychological horror movies. Okay. Um, Crim- Crimson Tide, or not Crimson Tide, Crimson, whatever it was, with Tom Hiddleston, that type of psychological yeah, that thing. That one actually was a bad movie. I've heard people say it was wonderful. We both hated it, and she oh. loves Tom Hiddleston. She loves oh. Tom Hiddleston, and we both thought it was boring. Well, I've heard people say it was great. Yeah, visually it was know. amazing. Del Toro work is amazing, but the movie itself, I thought it was boring. Okay. Um, recently, it has been Trick or Treat. This little uh, Trick or Treat. I don't know. I, don't I think know his name is Jack. I don't know his name is. He walks around wearing his full monster costume, little kid with his okay. bag, and go to people's houses mm-hmm. and. It's one of those stories where everybody has... Each house has their own story that's going on. Okay. You know, there's one house where the bus driver drives a bunch of kids into the water. Another house where this guy actually kills kids. And all these different stories go on. It's, this doesn't sound like a town I want to live in. It, it's it's actually a really good movie. Yeah? I, I really can't explain it that much, but it's like one of those... I mean, do you see these full stories? Yeah. Okay. But these stories like 20 minutes long, whatever it is. It's almost like Twilight Zone, the movie. Kind of, yeah. Very, kind of very similar type. It's very similar type of style to that. And all these stories eventually wrap up together. And this okay. one kid is usually the one that kind of mixes them all together. And as a kid. We think, well, he's a size oh, of a kid. As far as you know. Okay. Um, is he a creature, whatever it is, you never really find out. But it's, this year, I'm going to show it to you. Okay. Because th- it's, it's a lot of comedy in it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of comedy in it. A couple of actors, I'm blanking all the names right now. And one of the guys from Battlestar Galactica. Stuck the original the or new? The new one. New one okay. He was in Dollhouse. What's that guy's name? Um. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, um, tall, yeah. very tall guy. Yeah, no, he okay. was he was Anders on um, Battlestar Galactica. No, he wasn't Anders. Was it not Anders? It wasn't Anders. No. Anders. Was Anders, was the, Anders was the football player, whatever it was. This guy's he was Boomer's first. Whatever. Anyways, he's okay. in, he's in the movie. So. Okay. Good movie. We both enjoy it. Watch it every single year. And Night Before Christmas is up there as well. But I knew, I knew you enjoyed that one. I didn't know if you'd mention that one. But oh, I, knew I love you enjoyed that. One. I love that. Um, that's one I've never enjoyed. I don't know why. Really? I, I, just, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. It looks great. I just never have enjoyed it. I don't know why. Huh. Um, 
to each their own. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Again, it's it's well made. I have, I don't have a problem with it. It's just not my not my cup of Disney tea. All right. Well, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Question for you: After yes. this year, once it comes out on video and at home and all that kind of stuff, do you think it might take over from Trick or Treat? Since you raved about it so much, it I absolutely love. Um, will it take over? I don't know because there are some movies that. Like, um, I just can't watch all the time. Yeah. Trick or Treat, it's only like an hour and a half long, maybe give or take, and it's such a mixture of, yeah, it's horror, but comedy, and just, it's just a yeah. fun movie. You know, it's straight up horror. Okay. So, yeah, again, yeah. Will I, I'm going to buy it as soon as it comes on DVD, absolutely, I loved it. I'm going to watch it at least another couple of times. Okay. But will I watch it all the time? I don't know, I don't know if that's standing power. Okay. That's a problem with horror movies, actually. A lot of them don't have standing power on me. Cabin in the Woods, that's one you can, I've noticed you can watch over and over and over. Cabin in the Woods watching. up there. I love Cabin in the Woods, but is that really horror? That's Evil Dead horror type, right? Yeah, it's Evil Dead horror. But Evil Dead 2. Maybe not Evil Dead 1, but Evil Dead 2 I can watch over and over and never get But again, that's horror comedy. It, I will say Evil Dead 2 is closer to a straight horror movie than some things. I mean, it's it's a straight horror movie with a spoof laid over the top of it. Well, okay. Evil Dead 1 was meant to be a horror movie, yeah. and they realized that was yeah. not the direction, so they made Evil Dead 2, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say when I was a kid, the original Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. scared the daylights out of me. I can't stand that one. I thought it was... I, I'm talking like when I was saw when I was like five or six yeah. years old. Yeah. I was terrified, absolutely terrified when I saw it. Hmm. You know, the, I never actually remember when she they kidnapped the girl or whatever it was and she, they sat at the dinner table. Yeah. And I remember being just freaked out. Just right. absolutely freaked out. Mm-hmm. And I was scared for the night. And I watched it again like six, seven years ago and I was so bored. So... I, Again, people, that, that's the thing. I, I didn't watch it till about ten years ago, and yes, I was very bored with it when I watched it. And that's the problem. A lot of horror movies don't have this vibe. They just don't hold. T- yeah. I mean, people are very like Chainsaw Massacre yeah. is a big cult following, especially the original. Oh yeah, you make fun of that movie, they'll execute you. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of it. It was great for its time, but I don't. I personally don't think it lasts the test of time. Yeah, uh, Psycho does. Psycho is one that definitely holds up. And Jaws does. Yeah, but Jaws is not really. Is a drama, horror, or whatever. Jaws is. I, th- I throw Jaws into the monster movie category. I mean, yes, it's a real monster. It's not a made- makeup or right. make-believe monster, but still, I throw it more into that monster category. No, I still enjoy um, the Jason movies, Friday the 13th. Yeah. They're still fun, but I think somebody younger than me watching them right now would be bored. This is, like, especially yeah. the first one, where's the killer? You don't see the killer. Yeah. It's an old lady, really? <laughs> but those are clearly man-hands of the one-time movies. Spoiler warning. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, for a 1980 movie, yeah. So, um, again, will it hold the test of time? I don't know. I hope it does. You'll see it eventually, I know. I'm hoping you'll see it eventually. It? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, when, it comes, when it comes on TV, I'll definitely... Yeah, I thought I'll it was great. It. I thought it was absolutely great. And I'm looking forward to seeing it again. Um, I will say, in the trailers, I think you said they you'd seen the trailer a long time ago, or maybe it's a remake or whatever. I don't know if you mentioned it. But the one that's coming up, that's the... Um, one where the girl gets killed over and over and over. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Is that out in theater? It was supposed called. to come out on the 13th. Okay. So uh, I think it's the 13th. I think it's a Friday this year. but It is. Right, right around there. Um, that's when it's supposed to be coming out. Um, that looks cool. It looks It looks really good. I don't know if it'll be good or not, but it looks really good. Is that what's it called? Like Murder Day or something like that? Or Happy Death Day? Yeah, I think Happy Death Day or yeah. something, yeah. Um, yeah, the title... Doesn't just seeing the title doesn't make you say I want to see that. That's the problem is I think the title might have killed it for me. Yeah, but watching the trailer, it looks really cool. I mean, it's Groundhog Day 
mixed with a slasher. It is. What they should do is actually saw a meme of this meme, whatever it's called. They should make Groundhog Day and just make the same movie again. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Anyways, on to the news. On to the news. All right. So I got two or three news things. I'll save the horror-related one to last so we can talk more horror here. Um, All right. So the first one I want to mention, um, it's been just over a week that the powers that be, whoever it is that decides, this is what we predict movies are going to make on their opening weekend. You know, they do all these kind of predictions and... People in Hollywood seem to live and die by these kind of things. And, you know, it's like, whatever. It's going to do what it's going to do. You know, make the movie you want to make and live with it. But they like to make these predictions, and companies, you know, make lots of money doing this. Um, they came out with their predictions for both Thor and Justice League. And I definitely don't agree with one. One might be closer. And the one I definitely don't agree with is Thor. So they give you background. The original Thor made $65 million in its opening weekend. Okay. I don't know what its prediction was, but it made $65 million. The second Thor made $85 million opening weekend. Again, I don't know the prediction. This one is being projected to be $100 million opening weekend. So when you hear those numbers back-to-back, you're like, okay, that probably makes sense uh, based on the fact that the Marvel Universe is getting bigger and yeah. you know, they're tying in together and all that. 65 85 now 100 I just have a feeling that this, that's way undershooting it. I, I think undershooting. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be like closer to 120. And that's what I said originally too. It's 120. Is my guess. And could be wrong because Thor has not had the popularity of you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. or you know Spider Man or anything else. It's not had that popularity. And the first two movies were being kind of eh, but they're featuring the Hulk so much in this. And the Thor-Hulk stuff together was so popular from the Avengers movies. Absolutely. I just, I think it's going to be huge. The general consensus I got people I talked to about Thor movies in general was most people were seeing Loki over Thor. Yeah. That's what I thought most people wanted to see. I enjoy both characters. Um, but being Hulk, yeah, I'm all in. Once I saw the Hulk in this, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to see this opening weekend. Probably won't on me, but... I think the last trailer I saw, you know, they've got long trailers, short trailers, right. all that kind of stuff. The last one I saw, I saw on television last night. It was one of those kind of 15 to 20 second cuts that's just really short. Gives you the highlights real fast. Yeah. Um, it showed a picture of Thor. Then it showed a picture of Hulk in his big armor. Then it showed a picture, I guess, of Sarder and Hulk jumping and getting ready to... Yeah. Hulk smash Sarder, you know, whatever. And then it showed a picture of Loki. Then it showed another picture of Hulk. Then it showed another picture of Loki. And then the final scene had Thor stand there and set a line. I would say of that 20 seconds, 18 of it had nothing to do with Thor. Yeah, um, I think I saw one part. We were, I actually totally agree with you. It was always yeah. Elia or uh, Loki or Hulk, yeah. that kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah, they, they know their market, what they want people want to see. Um, um, if Loki, they do a good job, I think it'll do much bigger. I think Loki's the one bad guy in any of these movies so far that can probably carry his own movie yeah. at this point. I think people want to see that. Yeah, so I, um, I'm interested to see if we're right or if these experts are right. The experts can be wrong. Um, Wonder Woman is one they were very wrong on. They predicted $83 million, mm-hmm. ended up doing $103 million. Right. And I think that's the kind of percentage difference we're going to see with Thor. I think it's going to be more like the Wonder Woman style. Mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, however... They predicted 154 and it made 166. Yeah, that's that's pretty close. I mean, percentage-wise, that's... Yeah. They're always going to try to shoot for accurate and a little under. Because everybody's happy when it beats estimates, and they look better if yeah. if it's close but just slightly under. Right. Um, that, that's close enough. They got that one pretty accurate. 
But you also wonder sometimes with some of these how much of their predictions become self-fulfilling prophecies. Because if somebody predicts this is going to make really low, now all the media starts talking about how low it's going to be and how bad it's going to be, and how people don't go because they're seeing the media say it's going to be low. I agree. I don't know. Um, anyway, the other one, Justice League. Justice League, they're predicting 150 million. So they're actually predicting 4 million less than Batman versus Superman for Justice League, which, if we had not had Wonder Woman this past summer, might be right. Whether it should be right or not, I think we both agree. Right. In a world where there's no superhero movies ever existed, comics have existed, and people have been dying to see live-action superheroes, and suddenly there's a Justice League movie coming, that thing's off the charts. Huge. No matter how good or bad, right. it's off the charts. But in the world that exists right now, without Wonder Woman this summer, 150 to 160 would probably be a right prediction. But we had Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman's being featured very heavily in a lot of the trailers. And the trailers look pretty good. Um, to you, they look pretty good. Most people are even saying that they're happy with it. Ah, uh, okay. I, just going by what I read online. And that's fine. You know, San Diego Comic-Con general. Oh, when you, when you go to a DC fan and that's what they think, they're going to think it looks good. I think it looks terrible. I really, I think the Flash's outfit looks absolutely horrendous. I think Cyborg looks like a CGI fool. Batman looks cool. I think Aquaman, he visually looks cool, but the lines I've seen him do is not Aquaman. I, th- I don't know. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman's cool. Okay. Wonder Woman's been the best part of DC Universe so far. Well, and because of that, I think they're, I think they're going low. I think, I, do I think it'll make $200 million like Avengers for opening weekend? No. Should it? It should do that more. Honestly, again, if you go back to that world where nothing's ever existed, Marvel no, or DC movies. No, it, it shouldn't. Because Avengers, up to Avengers, um, Iron Man was a huge hit. People loved it. No. I, 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 Those no, huge I'm saying if none of that existed, oh, right. and all people knew were, we have a live-action superhero movie coming, and the general public, take the general public, without all those other movies, do they have any idea who Iron Man is? Do they have any idea right. who Hawkeye is and all that kind of stuff? No, Hawkeye, isn't that the guy from MASH? You know, that kind of thing. Everybody knows Superman. Everybody knows Batman. Everybody knows Wonder Woman. Most everybody knows Flash and you know Aquaman. Even if they make fun of Aquaman, they know him. You have characters that the entire world knows, especially domestically here in the U.S. That'd be a two hundred million plus movie. I think what helped Marvel hurts DC. Put it that way. I think helped Marvel was the solo movies were all huge successes. By the time Avengers came around, Avengers was such a huge hit because they loved those movies. And the opposite side with DC. Um, Green Lantern doesn't even exist anymore. And, uh, right, right. They, they waste that. Man of Steel. I enjoy Man of Steel, but mixed reviews. Batman v Superman, mixed reviews. Suicide Squad, mixed reviews. And then Wonder Woman. Wonder good. Woman was a great. Right. Was, so three mixed, right. followed by one good. Right. Marvel had less Iron Man, good right. reviews. Mm-hmm. Hulk, nobody cared. Thor, nobody cared. Uh, it, it, was mixed re- it was mixed reviews. Well, okay. mixed reviews. Hulk, Hulk and Thor are mixed reviews. Generally, people who like Hulk like the movie, but the reason I said nobody cares is it just nobody cared about the Hulk because of the previous one, probably because of the Angley Hulk. Right, Angley was terrible. Um, Captain America, good reviews. Thor two, mixed or bad. So really, out of the Thor five two movies, was after Avengers, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Thor two was after. Okay, but Iron Man two. I, I, okay. I said Thor two. I mean Iron Man two. Iron Man two was. Got bad reviews, mixed reviews, whatever. So really you had two good, two mixed, and one bad. 
But those mixed reviews were still much better reviews than Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad were. Much better. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. They weren't as controversial. You're right. They weren't, they weren't as controversial. Okay. A lot of people didn't have a, any preconceived notion when they go to see Thor. You have an idea of what you expect in Superman. Nobody had any idea what to expect with Thor. So when it was mixed, you're right. Yeah, okay. It must just not be one I care for. Versus, that's not Superman. So you're right. The mixed reviews are a different type of mixed reviews. But I still think, I think it's going to make more like 175. Uh, I don't know. That's only 11 million more than Batman vs. Superman. There's a lot of people like me that are sitting there going, I've been disappointed in DC movies so much up to now that I'm holding back until I get good reviews. Yeah. And of course, we got six weeks right now. We do. Um, in those six weeks, we're going to start hearing more um, screenings and other kind of reviews, word of mouth. This is going to start leaking out. Part of it will come down to that. If word of mouth starts leaking out and it's all good, let's just assume yeah. for a minute, if it's all good, from people who went in doubting and people went in, in like myself positive if across the board it's all positive word of mouth then I might even see it opening weekend yeah. again it depends and it's more likely to do the 175 plus all right if every bit of the word of mouth is negative then that hurts it or if the word of mouth is very split again like Batman or Superman right I don't okay. know we'll see we're gonna we'll see um, alright so I'm gonna skip on down to the um AMC decision. Oh, All right, yes. so that's a big news right there. That's, that's, that's the big news. It was the big news. It was one of the headliners when um, I was writing my news a week ago for our podcast. Then, which we didn't do because somebody was sick. Yeah. <laughs> one day of work I missed in like a year and a half, and that's not bad. <laughs> All right, so around The Walking Dead, I guess this would apply to any shows, any original content on AMC. They are allowed to use the F word up to, <laughs> and that's the way the, that's the way the headlines <laughs> say it. They're allowed to use the F word up to two times per season. Yes. Previously, they could only use it once or... Did they ever say it before? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they did I didn't before, call or them not. before Maybe not before at all. I don't know. Or maybe they were allowed to use it once in context or something that was so extreme nobody ever got to that point. But now, twice per season. And The Walking Dead jumped on this immediately saying, Oh, we're going to use our quota. So this do you get the the Walking Dead now uses the F word more than you use it. Yes. That is crazy. Yes, it does. That is crazy. Um, the Walking Dead, um, should they be free to use whatever language is suitable for the show? Yes. I, that show has never been aimed at all audiences. They started out with for mature audiences. You know what you're right. getting into watching the show. Kids should not be watching the show, so on. That being said... It's almost like when something goes on HBO, and I've said, it seems like there's some executive who counts the number of um, nudity scenes and bad language and violent deaths in every show, and there has, not that they're allowed, but there has to be a certain quantity in every episode on HBO shows. Just because you can do something, do you automatically say, oh, I have to put this in now? Some do. I mean, think of HBO and Cinemax and that kind of stuff, those shows... There are, especially with the, the Delt shows, yeah. they always going to be more, okay, well, this show showed this much nudity and this much right. um, Delt encounters. We need to go more extreme now, and it's getting that way. Where I think five, ten years from now, you're going to see a lot more of that. Yeah. Let me ask you, has it hurt your enjoyment of the show? And we've had other reasons to not enjoy Walking Dead for that we talked about, but right. taking those aside, has the lack 
of swearing hurt your enjoyment of the show? I, I could care less. Right. I think in a more realistic environment, putting Walking Dead in a realistic environment, it's kind of stretching. Certain anyways. characters are going to... Yeah, especially guys like Darrow and that kind of stuff. There's going to be a lot of F-bombs and cursing yeah. left and right. No doubt about it. Negan is probably going to do that. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I mean, at the same point, when you're willing to believe a show of walking zombies <laughs> and, you know, people, this dumpster divers losing their heads already and talking like yeah. robots. Right. After only a couple of years and that kind of other stuff happens. If you're willing to believe all this can happen, but the lack of F-bombs or swears or whatever in general is a problem, then, you, I mean, you yeah, already got to suspend your belief as it is. I know. And that's why I just thought it was kind of, is it, is it right for AMC to have certain rules and regulations, all that kind of stuff? Sure. My problem is not with AMC having that, although I think they should make it much broader. Yeah. Less restrictive. I agree. But at the same time, for the directors and producers to say, oh, we're going to push the limits all the time. Why? Just tell the same story you were telling before. If it was working, why do you need to change? It's not really working anymore for me. Well, Walking Dead has been kind of sliding down my trot recently, last couple of years. It's just, I'm hoping that, I will watch it this year all the way through, of course, but I'm hoping this year they get off the formula of no more amazing first episode, semi-good second episode, and then a lot of backstory. And then end with, end with a thing. great teaser going into the final one, and then a great final one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want that again. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I get it. Um... How about all Negan series or all Negan season? I would like it. Have Negan featured heavily in every episode? I'm okay. Negan was the best part of last season. Yeah. But he was only in like five episodes, wasn't he? Wasn't a lot of it. He obviously was in the first one in a big way. Yeah. Um, and the end of well, but... In the end. He was in the one where Carl yeah, got captured. Yeah. Um, and then he was in there in small ways in other episodes... Yeah, like one, I think one of the Eugene episodes just walked yeah. by. It's not that. Well, yeah, the one where Eugene's being introduced to the whole place. Negan's in it a bunch, but it's not Negan's episode. Right. It's, it's Eugene's episode, and Negan comes and goes from the story appropriately. But when they go into, um, what's it, the Haven, whatever it's called, yeah. or, you know, it was always different guys. When they went to the other area, it was different guys. Never really Negan himself. Yeah. Negan only left the compound a couple times when, or once and went to Alexandria. That was pretty much it for him. And I do find it odd, I haven't mentioned this, but I find it odd that when you look at, um, and it makes sense that Negan's not there all the time. He would have deputies to do stuff. I got it. All these little compounds and little groups are all fairly close to each other because not everybody's driving from one to another. They drive sometimes, but a lot of times you see them on foot walking between. They're not that far from each other. Right. But when they show a group show up to get the tribute or whatever, it's a completely different group. That shows up at each of the three different areas. Um, why would you have your area split up that... Why, why wouldn't you have the same group going out to all three of these really close right. groups? You spread yourself thin. Yeah, it, it just it seems odd. Yeah, a lot of choices seem odd in that show. Um, I'm hopeful the season it starts, what, in two weeks? Uh, yeah, the same weekend that um, the Happy Death Day yeah. comes out. So, yay, good weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was the news. That was the news. Do you have something news related? Yeah, a couple of big. Well, first of all, we just lost legendary rock star Tom Petty. He just died. I had nothing to really do with our show, but for the record, when I first heard that, I know you're going to make fun of me, and I don't mean any disrespect or anything else. I, I'm I'm showing my ignorance or anything else. 
when I first saw a headline briefly, like out of the corner of my eye type, see it, I thought it was a race car driver that had died. That's Richard Petty. I, I get that, but I have no idea who Tom Petty is. Really? No, no idea. I'm sure if you heard some of the songs, like Last Dance Mary Jane, that kind of stuff. You've... By title, no, but I'm sure if I heard them play, I'd go, oh, I didn't know who that did that. Running down the street. Uh, no, okay, never mind. Yeah. He's, he's one of those, yeah. he's has some songs. So. Yeah. Um, and I think this is controversial. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis has come back for Halloween. However, yep. for Halloween movie, I think next year, is that what it is? Next year? Uh, whenever it comes out, yeah. But this takes place after Halloween 2, the originals. Okay. Right of all the Rob Zombie junk he made. Yeah, just it's pretend Halloween nothing 1, exists. Halloween 1, 2, and then past 2 doesn't exist. Including H2O. Including H2O. And this would kind of bother... Well, it, it, Halloween 3 doesn't do with Michael Myers at all, so no. whether the same universe... I don't care Doesn't matter. That was, just a different, that was a bad mistake. Um, are you okay with this? With this decision? If they included H2O... Right. And made this H21, <laughs> or whatever... Um, I, I, I know it doesn't sound as cool, yeah. but... Um, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with pretending the others don't exist, but the whole point of H2O was to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back and to do a sequel to 1 and 2. Pretending the others didn't exist. Right. That was its entire reason. So they're basically saying, whoops, we didn't do it well, we're going to do it again? Is that kind of what they're saying? I have no idea. So I'm confused right now because, all right, Halloween 1 was a classic. Everybody loves it. Um, whether it's not a favorite guy at all, but yeah. even Halloween the original one was a classic. Yeah. 2 was good. Hmm? 2 was a solid follow-up. Um, I watched 3 once when I was a kid. I haven't watched it since. And four and five, honestly, I think I watched once myself, and they were they were decent, but who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now H two O came out. H two O was the first. I I own the first one, and I think I own H two O. That's all. And that's one was the only that that series. Okay. H two O I loved. So they're gonna wipe out fifty percent of your collection. Pretty much. <laughs> and that kind of H two O was fun. Yeah. Eight in the day today's age of slasher movies, it's so hard to do a slasher movie. They don't, slashes don't scare you anymore. They don't, they're not scary anymore. Right. Let's be real. Right. It's been done so much, it's not scary anymore. With H2O, they had the comedy of Melo Cool J. They had the intense scenes of Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. They, and they had, you know, brought her son in. And did that one amazing scene where, you know, Josh Hennett and his girlfriend are sitting in, trapping behind the gate and banging the door. Let us in, let us in. Michael Myers already didn't lock the door. That's locking the gate. Jamie Lee Curtis closed the door and they had a stare off. Yeah. Which is like, the best scene in any horror movie in my life. That, that was an awesome cut. All that goes away, and that, that kind of bothers me in a way. Yeah. Of course, it's not out yet. They might still change. I don't think they're going to. Yeah. It's just weird. It, it is to me. I mean, I'm glad she's back. She's, in my opinion, the greatest queen queen in history. You think so? Yeah. And, which is funny, because, you know, her mother's Janet Lee from Psycho. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest movies in history. But Jamie Lee Curtis, and, I mean, she's been, what, Halloween, The Mist? I think she was in The Mist as well. I don't know. Oh, Mr. Fog, yeah, or one of them. Um, she's been in some good stuff, and she... She's she's amazing. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, she's back. She's good. I don't know if this is the right direction for that, and I'm glad they're getting rid of the Rob Zombie junk. Yeah, yeah. Except for H two O, I'm okay with with everything. Right, and and that's exactly where I'm at. You know, I Hmm. loved H two O as the problem. Well, there's one other death you forgot to mention that I didn't mention in the news either. What's that? F. Hugh Hefner died as well this past week. Yes. I'm fully and I'm tying this into the horror thing as you say that because I'm fully expecting. Every, rewind. Every year at Dragon Con, on the on the night before the whole thing starts, on Thursday night, every night they have parties. And on the first night, they have what they call the Bunny Hutch Party, where people come dressed either in a superhero costume 
sexed up with bunny ears and tail, or with smoking jacket doing the, the half look. It's one of the two. So you'll see a whole lot of Robert Downey Jr. looking Tony Starks with the smoking jacket with a um, bunny version of Mary Jane or, or Spider-Man yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I get you. I'm fully expecting this next year to see a whole lot of zombie Hugh Hefners. I was actually just thinking that too. Yeah, that's, Hugh Hefner. that's what I'm expecting to have happen. And does he have zombie bunnies with them? That would be that would work. A sexed up Playboy bunny is just a bunch of zombies? Yeah, that would work. And you know, people might say that's it's too soon for that. No, it's really not. It'll be a year at that point. I mean, he's, he's had a good life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. People are saying in a better place right now. He's not in a better place. <laughs> I saw where he lived. I saw who he lived with. He's not in a better place. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, Alright, so, any other news from you? I think that's it. Alright, so we were going into the more horror. We've been talking horror, mostly. We're in October. Right. Um, are there any other horror movies coming this month that you're aware of, that you're looking forward well, to? I mean, it just came out, and it being such a huge success. It came out early. Shouldn't, shouldn't it have come out in October? I, but the thing is, it's still number one, I think, in theaters right now. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think, think it I think it dropped out for one it week. Dropped but maybe two, it and it will come back to number one again. Yeah. So at this point it's gonna be out for Halloween still. Well, people, yeah, people are gonna see it again. I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm very happy with this movie. Yeah. I honestly think, in my opinion, it's gonna go down the way of the greatest in history. It's a big statement. It is a big statement. But I mean, it was so much fun. And you know, I like the original, I like the first half of the original when Tim Curry back in what was it? Uh, twenty seven years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's when it came out, actually. And, um, but it wasn't creepy. It was just a fun movie. And the second half of that was terrible. But they, was, I felt like they, they threw it in. Yeah. This movie was just so much fun. Bill Skarsgård was amazing as Pennywise. Just amazing as Pennywise. Um, Which I learned from you that he's yet another Skarsgård that's in the movies. Yeah, I didn't realize how many they were. Yeah, I, the brother, I guess, was the one from Tarzan and True Blood. The dad was the one from Thor. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah, so um, Scars Guards. And Bill was right. in um, Hemlock Road from Netflix. Okay. The, the recent one. So, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you've got to see that movie. It is just, it's worth it. All right. So, it's, we got that. It, yeah, it's worth the pregnancy. Yeah, Happy Death Day coming. Yes. Um, the Exorcist season two just came back on TV in the last couple of weeks. I was never a big Exorcist fan, so I don't know if you've been watching it or not. Never saw it. Okay, so there's that. Was it good, the um, first season? I didn't, I didn't watch it. That's why, that's why I was asking. I didn't know if maybe you did or not. Uh, obviously, it did well enough that it's coming back for a season two. But then again, it's on Fox, and you know, never know what Fox is going to do. No, Slate and News, too, because we are a geek following. Uh, Star Trek. Yeah. On um, CBS Online. Yes. Your opinion. I loved it. Absolutely. You've seen everything. You've seen all three episodes? All three episodes that have come out so far. Um, absolutely loved it. Uh, I know everybody's trying to compare it to the Orville. To give their opinion of it. Right. They're two different shows. Right. Yes, they both happen to be space on a spaceship exploring or doing whatever. Right. And yes, the Orville was written to be kind of a throwback to classic Trek. So I get why people are comparing it. Orville's kind of like a Galaxy Quest. And as a, yeah. yeah. But it's almost like people feel like they have to say, well, which one is good and which one is bad. And more people seem to be enjoying the Seth MacFarlane humor on the Orville. And Star Trek Discovery is definitely not classic Trek. It's a it, new direction. It's right. a new direction. Well, not even necessarily a new direction. It's a period of time they've never have discussed. I mean, or presented. They've discussed it. This is the Klingon War. This is before Kirk's time. Oh, is it really? Yeah, this this is a prequel to the original series. Uh, this this is... Um, you have... Basically, you have... Um, 
was it Star Trek 6, no, 7, 8, I don't know, the one where they went back in time and the next-gen crew helped Earth get out to space and get noticed. Yeah, that's really where Star Trek would begin, was with that moment in time. Then you got Enterprise, where we first are going into space. Then you got Discovery. Then you get Classic Trek with Kirk and Spock and everybody, and then Next Gen and so on. So that's where it fits in the timeline. So it's okay. it's before really the Prime Directive is really ingrained in everything. I mean, you've got you've got them at war. You've seen the first yeah. three. You've got them at war. It's a very different time than what we're used to for Trek. In fact, if you look at the original series and Next Gen, the original series was a little bit more violent than Next Gen. Next Gen had gotten to a point where we had peace treaties with everybody. Everything was more calm. Everything was, you know, about diplomatic relations. Original series, even though we had treaties in place, we still fired on, you know, Klingons and fired on Romulans. And oh, absolutely. They fired on us and, and so on, left and right. It happened all the time. It was strained relations. This is what leads into that. So the fact that it's a little more violent, a little more dark, makes sense. Um, although I did read one review that pointed out one thing. Um, we're used to seeing Star Trek where we're seeing the absolute best example of humanity. Sort of like the Superman. You know, if you compare Superman and Batman, Superman always, always does the right thing, upholds, whereas Batman is the one who will do what needs to get, be done to within, yeah. within certain guidelines. But Superman is the one who's always going to trust and have the hope and all the rest. Absolutely. We're used to seeing that across the board in our leaders on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Lorca, Captain Lorca on this. Um, so far, it seems more like the Batman. He's more Batman. And Lorca played by Jason Isaacs. I love Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Big fan of him. So that just fits. And we've never, we've always, when we've seen those characters in Star Trek, we've had Picard or Kirk fighting against them, showing them in how they're doing things wrong and either convincing them they've been doing it wrong or stopping them from doing something wrong right. or arresting them Absolutely. or whatever. This is the first time that our heroes, the ones we're watching, are not like that. And so that's a, and I think that's why people are, you know, the people who are actively talking against it, because there's plenty of people who love it, but the ones who are actively anti-discovery, I think that's why. It doesn't fit what they've always thought of as true. I think one of the problems is people want this to fail because it's not on TV. And they don't want CBS Online to take off. Right. I don't want it to take off either. I think that's a terrible idea. I think I like the idea of having free TV. I understand. And I think that's going away. I think this takes off, and then you see more networks doing it, and then free TV is just gone. But I think it's just the evolution. We had free TV with very few choices, mm-hmm. and then we got cable. And everybody was like, cable? Why am I going to pay for that? I've got an antenna. But cable kept growing and more and more stations, and suddenly right. everybody got drugged and had to pay for cable. Right. Then there were all the pay stations, HBO and all that. Why should I have to pay for that? I'm, I'm getting this stuff in my basic. Why do I have to pay more for that? But eventually, they started paying for HBO and all the rest. Yeah, there was enough original content. And then you started having the streaming services, Netflix and, and such, that come along. This is just the next iteration. But there's advertisements on CBS Online, isn't there? They've got two different packages you can buy. Right. And one with advertisements and one without. And that's what the... They yeah. should be advertisements. There's no advertisements on Netflix. There's no advertisements on HBO. Unless they advertise HBO stuff. That's yeah. it. If you're paying for the service, you should get just the show. 
course, they could have done that. They could have just said everybody's paying $10 and no, no commercials. But they gave people the $6 option for mm. those who don't mind commercials. And um, I still got the free option right now. Which, for all of our listeners and for you, if you sign up for their free seven-day trial, at the end of the seven days, go to cancel it. They will give you the option. Now, I can't guarantee this, but they did for me. They gave me the option to get 30 more days free. So, yay, I've got another 30 days free. So I get to watch another four episodes. So I'll have seen seven of the 14. So you can subscribe and watch the next? And that's what we got to decide is am I going to subscribe or am I going to wait two or three weeks and then subscribe for the last month? Yeah, I might as well just finish it off. Yeah, it's, it's do I want to spend $6 or $12? That's what it comes down yeah. to. I didn't want to spend 18 but I am going to spend 6 I li- I like it enough. I'm going to spend 6 Unless the next four go downhill. But so far, the three have been going uphill. The three have been great, and the effects are unbelievable of the show so far. Yeah. And, like, these top, are top, and I see why it's more expensive, because these are top-notch effects. And I do think, to answer the, those complaints of the people who don't like the, the darker, the Lorca, the Captain Lorca-style character, if you look at it, Michael Burnham, she has that wish for things to be the right way. Right. Um, you know, one of the first officer on there even said... You were a great officer, a perfect officer, until you weren't. Yeah, she she still upholds those ideals of the Federation, the things we know and love. She's just willing to do stuff every so often, at least once so far, and that's what Lorca's hoping for. But I have a feeling what we're going to see is these characters move towards those ideals. I don't think we'll see them completely Batman, rogue style, for the entire series. We'll have episodes like that, but I think we will see them slowly moving towards the more ideal state. I heard a complete little fun little fact for you. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Game of Thrones, the budget for Game of Thrones, has the same budget as Friends? As Friends? Yes. The same budget. <laughs> like 200 million something like that. I wonder what you mean like episode. for the entire season or per episode? Per episode. It was the same budget. Well, I know that Friends, at but, one point, where they were making $1 million each. There were six of them. So right. $6 million plus whatever's has to pay everybody else. So it was between six and ten million dollars, six, seven, eight, probably per episode. And then they paid more than that after a while too. But I mean, that seems—I don't know—a comedy that's you know ten years from now, people have most people forget about. I think Game of Thrones is going to be out there. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. The difference was those commercials. At the time, people were not when Friends was out. People were not skipping commercials yet, at least in the beginning. Through right, the middle. no DVRs. There's no DVR or very limited. Right. Commercials. It's what paid for everything. And if you were the number one show on TV, which Friends was for quite a, quite a long period of time, mm-hmm. there was enough eyeballs watching it that they could charge enough for those commercials to where they were making more than that on every episode. Sure. And then they had the syndication. And but again, rest. I mean, Game of Thrones, all the effects, got to be tons of, they, they got to build everything with Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then to all these different actors, there's a ridiculous amount in that yeah. show. Well, I know that the original Flash... Plus, you know, Game of Thrones is now. Oh, yeah. With the budget budgets are much higher. Well, I mean, the original Flash, the John Wesley Ship one, mm-hmm. I remember at the time it was one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive show being filmed, and it cost them like a million and a half per episode. Okay. This is early 90s, like yeah, 91. Yeah, I remember this, yeah. A million and a half per episode, and they couldn't afford to do it because they didn't have enough people watching it. And now you're talking about so much more. It's it's know, it's staggering. To me, this is surprising me that a show that ended when did Friends end? Ten years ago, maybe more. Hmm. Probably let's let's go with ten. That's close enough. I, th- I think it's actually more than that, but yeah, say ten years ago, whatever it is. 
Game of Thrones is still present day. The the economy, I mean, pay scale is so much higher now. Yeah. And then knowing how much goes into Game of Thrones as opposed to Friends, where they use like maybe two or three different settings per episode, and it's people sitting on the couch watching those episodes, making jokes. Yeah. It's the same budget blows my mind. It's probably the way. It's probably the way I feel when I hear sports, you know, athletes' salaries. I mean, when you see a football player, who's your favorite? I know it is. Tom Brady. There you go. How much does he make per season? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure it's a lot. Let's go with $20 million. It's probably more than that. Yeah. But let's go with $20 million a year. Okay. How many games does he play? Well, uh, I see your point no, here. No, I'm not saying he's not worth it. I'm just saying that's when you hear that oh, he's, to I play mean, a game. He, he's not worth it. No, no NFL player is worth it, the money they get paid. Except if the owner is making more money from their team because if Tom Brady really is that good. Let's say Tom Brady's the best in the league. Uh, best in the NFL. Yeah. If, if the Patriots win more games because of him, and people show up in the stands and watch the game because of him, and tune in on TV and watch because of him, and so the owner makes more money because of him, he's worth it. If the owner is making you know, a billion dollars a year, why isn't he worth $20 million? Well, I'm glad you brought this up, John Paul, because honestly, you have a job because of me. You, know, you, you look successful because of me. Um, I'm, I'm, I go further so we're out of time almost so okay. I'm just going to yeah. say I need to yeah, we go about, right there. I should get paid what money that I get paid okay throw me out there there's throw me out there John Paul I'll look at the percentage between what the owner of the <laughs> Patriots makes and what Tom Brady makes and we'll see if we fall into the same kind of percentage bracket that actually would be very, all joking aside that actually be kind of interesting yeah, to see yeah you look at you look into that one John Paul I'll look at that you'll be the owner here and I'll be the Tom Brady and we'll see how we'll, we'll see, see that falls into place all right, so do we have a question for we next do. time? I'm thinking Star Wars right now. We've talked okay. Star Wars a little bit. And it's kind of a basic question. It's October. The new movies come out in December, two months from now. Yeah. Does it bother you that we haven't seen anything it really, at all? It really does. Um, well, this is the question next week. So okay. Think it over. Okay, I'll think it over. I'll think I'll, more than it really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Yes, I'll think it over. Explain why. Yeah, this is yeah, yeah, why. This, this more than it's a yes or no question. Yes. yes. Uh, but I know what you mean. It, uh, it's, it's surprising. It's very surprising. Okay. So go for and next that. time we'll talk about it and talk about some of the rumors of where we might be seeing more. And Absolutely. There's been a lot come out about that thing. Um, so, for John Paul. BBN. And the Old Titans. We are out of here. While the B-Man finishes lunch. Mm, good. I got check Come on.